successfully spiritual, a down-to-earth, real, raw podcast that meets you exactly where you're at to talk about all things spiritual, intuition, life, and the mistakes we make. Now your host, crazy, loud, Virgo, spiritual, intuitive coach, Isabel Frank. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Successfully Spiritual with me, Isabel Frank. Today's topic is spiritual loneliness, and I'm approaching it with a little bit of trepidation. I've really been wanting to speak about it because I feel like it's something that really comes up when I talk to people about having a spiritual awakening. It comes up in different ways. It comes up when people are like reflecting back on their relationships and and maybe their partner leaves or maybe their friends leave and they're just kind of like, what's going on? Like, why do I feel like so alone? Why do I feel like my world is collapsing? Oftentimes when we choose to really get to know ourselves and really get to start understanding our connection to everything and have this spiritual journey, we're deciding to really like topple over our world in a way. We've decided to make this huge change in our life for the way that we are showing up for ourselves. But you have to realize the way that you show up for yourself is the way that everybody sees you as well. So you can imagine, you start all of a sudden, like you start acknowledging your voice, you start acknowledging your power, you start acknowledging your heart, you learn how to meditate, you do yoga, and things start shifting in your world. You start seeing things from different perspectives. You start letting go of things that just aren't in alignment with you. You decide like things that you used to talk about often maybe don't quite catch your attention anymore. and people around you are watching, they're observing and they're like, who is this? Like, we don't know this version. Like, who is this person? And they start drifting away. They start stepping back. And the one thing that you finally decided for yourself in life, right? The one thing that you're like, I'm really going to love myself. I'm really going to get to know myself. I'm really going to understand who I am. Kind of left you feeling a little alone. And it sucks. Like, I'm just gonna be out it sucks. Like, I've, there's been times where, like, during my spiritual journey, I was like, I have no friends. I feel like I have no friends. Um, is this really for me? Is this the path that I am supposed to be on? Not only do I feel like I have no friends, I don't really know where I fit in because this whole world of spirituality, it's still new to me. And I don't know where I'm at with it all the way. And I know I'm not over here in this old version of me. So like, where do I fit in? And it can feel really alone. It can feel so lonely. Look, I'm not sitting here trying to be like sell spirituality. That's not the point. I'm never trying to sell anybody anything. I'm just trying to be really honest in like, this is an experience that many people have experienced throughout their spiritual journey. And it doesn't matter who you are. You have ha- have had to dealt with this at some point in time. At some point in time. This is not something that is random. It's like everybody hits this point. And we'll talk a little bit more about why we all hit this point. But 
you're not alone. You're not alone in this. And you're not alone in feeling alone. Okay. I want you to understand that. But before we break down on why this is actually like something that you experience, I want you to take a step back and maybe look at everyone else's perspectives too. Those friends that maybe have had to take a step back and and those relationships that are maybe pulling away, as much as you're confused in understanding and navigating who this new version of you is, they're confused too in understanding navigating who this new version is. See, they're used to the old you. They're used to the way the old version of you did things. And they're used to, oftentimes that old version of us is the one that made ourselves less of a priority and made everyone else a priority. And that's what they're used to. They're used to you that participated in the drama and the gossip, and they don't really know this new you. Like they don't know how to conversate with them. They don't know their interests. They don't know how to talk to them. They don't know they're, you know, are they going to blow up? Are they not going to blow up? Like maybe things in the past made you angry and doesn't make you angry anymore. Like they're all navigating it. So just know that even though you feel really alone in navigating who you are, those people also are trying to navigate who you are too. Does that make sense? But some of those people will stay by your side and some will not stay by your side. And that's hard. That's hard. When I first went through my first spiritual awakening, um, yes, I've had my abilities forever, but I didn't necessarily share them with people. I didn't talk to them. I talk about them because I grew up just silencing them and not talking about them. So when I started being really open about like, I'm just going to totally understand my psychic abilities. Um, and I really started diving into Reiki and yoga and meditation I started changing as an individual. Like I really started changing as far as like my interests changed, my passions, like things that I participated in, you know, all the late night clubbings and dancing, like all of that slowly started drifting away and people didn't know me. They didn't know who I was. Like they didn't know me. They defined me as this feisty, loud, partier, fighter person. And I was none of those things anymore maybe still loud. <laughs> and yes, I'm feisty, but I definitely wasn't a fighter. And so, um, yeah, a lot of people just completely stepped, stepped backwards. And I feel like even my partner, my, my, um, ex-husband at the time, I remember him clearly saying, I don't know how to love this version of you. <sighs> like, can we just take a pause on that one? Like that one hit, I don't know how to love this version of you. And unfortunately, I don't think he ever quite figured out how to love this version of you. I want you to first navigating the loneliness rather than telling you to just suck it up and push it through. I want you to take a step back for a little bit, just breathe and just acknowledge it that it's there. Like acknowledge, I feel lonely and it hurts. And this is what I'm feeling because we never want to ignore or dismiss our emotions in anything like ever. And I don't want you to be afraid though. Like I'm going to say like, do not be afraid as we navigate and move forward. You have to understand that the image of you is crumbling. The image of the world that you had is crumbling. It's collapsing. It's changing. And so not only are you trying to navigate who you are, you're also trying to navigate who what the world is to you. Like that, that right there. 
right? But I will send you an encouragement that when you are ready, as you keep moving forward, the more you move forward in this, the more clarity will be brought to you. You will begin to see things in such a perspective that things actually are like, wait, I understand that. And it's really clear. And it's a wake up call because you start realizing how much of our life we overcomplicate. Like we overcomplicate so much, like so much. It's like, guys, just keep it simple. It really isn't that hard. That's why your spirit always tell me like, it's not that hard. You're making it difficult. It's like, we have to build this whole story and this whole drama around everything where it's like, just keep it really simple. And, and so with that, like a world collapsing, you're collapsing, you start realizing so much in your life that is drama is hard is because you decided somewhere along the line that you would have it play out this way. Like I'd rather take all the drama and be a part of that. So I don't feel alone. And now I have a choice in how I want to shape things. And I have a choice in not having the drama. So for once in your life, you get to choose what your life looks like. And that's huge. Like that's huge when you start realizing, wait, I have a choice, like whether to participate or not participate. What? Like, that's crazy. I get to choose what my life looks like. Like that's nuts. So just rewinding a little bit, just remember that if you're feeling lonely, if you're navigating the spiritual journey, it's new to you. You're having all these wide open realizations, create space with yourself to just sit like, I just need to chill out. I need to sit. I need to meditate. I need to feel these emotions that are rising. I need to feel this. I need to breathe into any anxiety. I need to breathe into any tension. I need to breathe into anything and let go of anything that I'm holding on to. I want to encourage you also to find a community of people that you can speak to. Now, we have social media nowadays, and so community is like, click of the button, you can find a community. I have a free Facebook for women group. It's a free group. Um, you can find a huge community on TikTok. There's so many spiritual people out there, but of course, be careful. <clears throat> you can find a community on Instagram. Like there's so many, but I also want to encourage, don't just find the community online, find a community of people in person as well. And their go Google meditations or go Google yoga, like studios, like you'll find, you'll find your community. I promise you. So you do have to put yourself out there. You do have to be a little bit more vulnerable um, to find that, but it will change the game for you, okay? And so start doing that. Even if it's like, I, I host online meditations like at least once a month minimum, and I'm finding like the same group of women tend to show. And that's really cool because then they get to build their own community too. And when we meditate, with a group of individuals, even though we're sitting in that space, like by ourselves, meditating with a whole bunch of people, that energy in that room brings in a collective energy and it really does help us not to feel alone. Also call in people that are in alignment with you. So one of the things I always ask my guides, right? If I was to be calling in a group of people right now, I'd be like, I'm calling in a group of people that are in alignment where I'm at in my spiritual journey. Anybody else has to leave like not, not there. And I just sit with that for a little bit. Okay. Let's go fast forward. So with this whole spiritual, spiritual journey, spiritual loneliness, people often wonder when is it going to end? That's like asking when's your spiritual awakening going to end. And honestly, 
the answer is never. (laughs) We're always going to go through spiritual awakening. We're always going to go through change. But as far as the loneliness, that will end when you stop resisting it. Right. When you stop resisting and stop labeling it as such a way of like, I'm so lonely. Oh, woe is me. Right. And you just start accepting it and allowing yourself to shift the perspective and see the bigger picture. Like, I'm not really alone. Like, I am connected to everything, everyone. The universe provides me exactly what I need. I have these great people online or in person. Like, I'm not really alone. Yeah, it may not be 24 7, but I'm not. I'm never really alone. I mean, that can go really deep, right? Like you are never truly alone. You cannot be truly alone as a spiritual being and energetic being that is tied and connected to everything in all consciousness. Thank you, spirit. Thank you, spirit. But you have to go through spiritual loneliness in a way, because here's the thing, as I talked about it, like right now saying like when you stop resisting it, you stop it. It's because what's happening in that part is that the sense of ego is dying. Your ego is dying. Your ego is dying. So when you stop resisting it, you've released your ego. Does that make sense? So you may have the ups and downs of poor me, but you also have the power to change the perspective. Get that? I have been on this journey, like I said, so long. And... And I've also said this already in this podcast where I've been, there's been many times where I felt really alone. I can say even as of last year, there reached a point where I was like, I just want my tribe. I just want my tribe of people. Yeah, I have this huge following on TikTok. I see clients every day. I know like online that there is and I'm thankful for them, but I want those friends that like I can just have on speed dial and call. And I've been craving that. I had to take a first step out and be like, bitch, please. (laughs) You got those friends on speed dial that you can call. They're not freaking maybe the same friends. And they're not the people that are like, you know, ready to hear the drama and chatty Cathy's. But I don't want that either in my life. They're just different and they're there. But one of the things, though, that I had to navigate before those people even came to my life was the fact that I've been called in my life and my own personal journey to be a leader in this community. And being a leader in those communities means that I had to let go of the idea of that whole tribe thing that I needed because now I'm the leader in it. And that was really, really difficult. That was really difficult. There was a point that when I started the spiritual journey and I actually thought I had a tribe because I stepped in with a group of people and I was like, these are my people, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh my gosh, like woo, 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 woo. But like I stepped away from them as soon as things got really crazy and we weren't in alignment any longer. And I had to go this other path so that I could navigate myself as a teacher. See, everything happens for a reason. I don't know how many of you energy healers are actually listening to this podcast right now or how many can understand the fact that when you are called to a certain level of teaching and when you're called to show up in a different way, you have to navigate through the shadow of loneliness in order to die of the ego and die of self and to understand who you truly are in the whole picture of everything. And it is not easy. It is not easy. It is really hard, but you got to go through it. And once you go through it and you release the perspectives or the image that you thought things were going to be, everything changes. Everything changes. 
And now I feel like I'm in a safe space to start attracting that tribe of people in that are, yes, some are, some I'm teaching and some are just there beside me as friends and supporters. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So yeah, spiritual loneliness, dying of ego. But here's the thing. The reason that is difficult and hard is because the ego does not like to be alone. We don't want to be alone. We do not want to be alone. So we'll do everything in our life to create a distraction and noise so that we're not alone and so that we don't have to feel alone. And so we're going to meet ourselves with resistance and we're going to fight it. We're going to fight it. (laughs) There was a time I taught preschool and there was a song called Going on a Bear Hunt. And it used to be like, at the point, I'm, I'm, I'm stuttering because I'm trying to remember, but there's a point in the song that the chorus, the song that whatever obstacle was in the way, it goes, you can't go over it. You can't go under it. You can't go around it. You have to go through it. And that's how this is with when you hit that wall of spiritual loneliness. You can't go over it. You can't go around it. You can't go under it. You got to go through it. Because once you get on the through it, right, it's everything is is good and clear because you've let go of the thing in that resistance. And you've learned that the part of you that you really need to lean on is you. There isn't anybody else for you to lean on. You got to lean on you. You are source. You are creator. You are your spirit team. And if you feel like, I don't know how to trust me, then that's where you need to start that shadow work. And you need to spend time healing that inner child that feels lost or disconnected. You need to get to know that higher self. You need to hang out in nature. You basically let go of all your resistance. You put your big girl panties on and you're like, we have got this and we're freaking amazing. This is when your untamed power comes into play. I truly marvel about how how powerful we are when we give ourselves the chance to actually show up, like when you actually embrace yourself and you give yourself the chance to show up, be strong, be courageous and push through, like guys, you're so freaking powerful. The sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. When you understand that the only boundaries set upon you are the boundaries you choose to put on yourself. Like that's crazy. So I have none. Like I can do, I have none, meaning like not the bad ones, but like I have no meaning, like my limitations is limitless. There is no limitations. There really isn't. Too much of this spiritual stuff at times is like, I'm leaving, I'm leaving this in order to brace in this in community, right? Like it's like, I have to completely let go of this image of family or this image of friends in order to brace this other community. But the thing isn't about letting go so much at times, but letting go of the aspects of you that you have attached yourself within each of these relationships. Letting go of the aspects of you that you've attached yourself in these other relationships. And understanding that if those aspects of you do not match, you need to re-look at that. You need to see what that is. And you need to learn how to accept you. You need to learn how to belong to you. And you can't keep looking at everyone else to give you that reassurance of acceptance and belongingness. You have to do it for yourself. You have to embrace it for yourself. You have to show up for you. That's powerful, you guys. Like 
yeah, we started this conversation, spiritual loneliness, but that is so freaking powerful. Like that's a whole nother topic about when you start showing up, embracing, having courage, having strength, pushing through, realizing you're not truly alone, realizing that you got this, realizing the support of your spirit team, realizing that you have this untamed power. Like I can go on, like I can go on like motivational speaker. Let's keep going. I mean, it is, it is something that is quite powerful. But the first step is being committed to you. The first step is willing to be committed to you. Are you committed to you right now? Maybe you're feeling this. Are you committed to letting yourself heal, to see, to let go of the ego and to embrace and being like, I'm good. I'm good. I can tell you right now that I love being alone. Like I love being alone now. Ask me that like a couple of years ago, I'd been like, I hate freaking hate to be alone. I'll look for any way or any distraction. I'll go shopping just to create noise in my space. Like I will be everywhere, but alone. I freaking love being alone. I love it. I love it. it it's, it's like literally my favorite space, which can cause a little bit of issues at times. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in a relationship. I can't be alone. <laughs> just finding balance now is key. I need to find balance, right? I need to find balance. Um, but yeah. All right, guys, I really send you encouragement. I hope this was encouraging for you today. I look forward to coming back and talking to you to a little bit more. If there's a topic you guys want to hear, make sure you guys reach out to me on Instagram. It's always the best place. Send me a DM. Um, also make sure to follow me on Facebook. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and I will talk to you guys later. Have a good day. Bye.